Welcome to Raw Real Adult Wisdom, where we will talk about life experiences with Shafe and Shay. We're so excited to have you join our show. Welcome back to episode three. Today, our episode is going to be on moreness, and we are actually going to divide this into two episodes. So this will be part three, and then we will add to part four. But due to multiple requests, we will discuss the purpose of a relationship and what I mean by moreness because it's not grammatically correct. <laughs> um, so, however, um, I do a blog and this was heavily requested. Um, so one thing I want to discuss as we are going forward in this episode today is as I've gotten older and I've gone through my own share of personal heartbreak, I've had to kind of step back and truly think about what I want and not always what someone else wants. Um, because I am not dating to fill a space in my life. I'm dating to add joy to my life. And my space is filled with me, who I am as a person. Um, and I think too many people try to fill a void with people. Um, and that's to me personally, Shay, you can <laughs> come in on this one, but to me, filling your space or your void with a person's not healthy. Um, but bringing somebody into your space to add joy to it is what I believe is healthy. I'm not looking for someone to fill a void because truly, if your life is fulfilled, we all have voids to a certain extent. I have a void of my mom. I have a void of, you know, my brother. That's different than a relationship void. Um, we all crave and want that relationship. But if you're trying to fill a void with a relationship, I don't see that as a healthy thing. So this is where I kind of came up with moreness. <laughs> so I recently wrote a blog. What is the purpose of a relationship? Um, and so Shay and I are bringing in our own wisdom and experience and thoughts on this and this word, which came to mind while I was sitting, you know, on a beach and traveling. I'm like, I want moreness. So I have five takes on this. Um, and the first two we're going to talk about today, which is communication and um, not settling. And then in podcast four, we will discuss needle in a haystack, time together and time apart. And um, oh, yeah, those are it. That's it right there. So girls trip. <laughs> girls trip. We did talk about moreness on the girls trip. So I was uh, referring to the time apart. Yes. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yes, definitely girls trip or your own trip also. So communication, this will always be at the top of my list, no matter the clients I'm working with, um, the, you know, whoever I talk to communication, there's no relationship without communication. And this is where I start to talk about the depth in your relationship is so important and you cannot have depth without communication. Um, so as I've talked about communication and a couple of things I've worked with my clients on is we as adults seem to use about five emotions. So Shay, tell me if I'm right or wrong on this. Now I can be completely wrong, but this is my own wisdom. So for me, like I'm going to be right today. Okay. So 
the five emotions I see are happy, sad, tired, pissed off, or stressed out. And these are very surface level emotions that don't give a lot of detail about how a person's feeling. But if you dig deep into these primary emotions, it's important to share. Like for example, if your partner tells you they're pissed off, learn why, what led to these emotions? That's digging deep, that's depth. But if somebody just says you're pissed off and you're like, oh, well, I'm not gonna talk to you right now because you're pissed off, you're keeping it at the surface. You're not digging deep. You're not trying to hear why someone's pissed off, right? But once you can understand maybe what you said or did or didn't do, this can be a learning experience to dig deep into the relationship. So this is what I mean by depth of communication. I, I definitely agree. It's, it's always deeper, you know, just deeper than just the emotion that we are uh, portraying on the surface. Like you said, anger, and that's, I feel like anger is probably the, the one that we go to the most. I know I do. If I'm hurting, if I'm scared, if I'm afraid, if I don't want anybody to see the true emotion, it comes out as anger. And like you said, most of the time when we're angry, people just kind of say, ah, okay, I'm gonna, let me back away. I'm going to give her some time. I'm going to give him some time to kind of get over that. And we won't ever dig deeper because it's always deeper than just what we say or just the emotion that we are showing. Yes, yes. And it's important for you to listen to your feelings and needs as well. Like for you to listen to your own is what I mean by this. Because we're we're all taught early on in life how to communicate. You know, how did your families communicate with you, your parents? Um, what have you carried with you? Like what lessons and what changes or things have you learned in your experience in life? So being consistent is important. Transparency is important. It's important to feel seen and valued by your partner. Growing and learning are important in a relationship, but also being realistic because there is so much here. Um, there's so much here with communication and we could dive in and make this like a, a whole nother episode. Um, but what I mean by moreness is not just surface communication, depth, talking on the phone. I know like I have amazing friends. I know Shay and I talk every day. Um, my best friend and I talk every single morning and sometimes we don't talk on the phone, but we leave each other voice messages. And that's what I mean by depth. We really have gotten to know each other because of our communication. And that's important in your dating life as well. Um, how did your day go? Why are you upset? Why'd you have a bad day? And you're actually listening. You're listening to hear. You're not just listening to say, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Because a lot of people get stuck in that circle and that routine. Um, and I don't want to be a routine. I decided that sitting on the beach in a chair, I want moreness. <laughs> I want to be heard. But it's not just being heard. The communication also goes into being understood. Meaning that um, the in-depth is also understanding who you are as a person. So, Shay. Shay, <laughs> I feel like really deep. Well, communication is so important to me because I feel like, you know, communication can also equal vulnerability, uh, being honest with your needs up front, being aware, learning your person and learning yourself. When you communicate with somebody, you're learning yourself too. think about some of the deep mm -hmm. conversations just you and I have had, like you say something, I'm like, oh my gosh, you're right. And then we get in these deep conversations and it's like you discover something that you probably didn't discover before. Um, 
And you ask each other questions and you realize like, well, crap, you know, when I was a kid, I didn't really communicate much. I had to hide my feelings. I couldn't say what was going on in my home. I couldn't talk to kids at my school. Um, I went through different situations growing up. I had to go, you know, we got pulled out of our home. We had to go live in a children's home. So I surely wasn't going to go to school and communicate that to people um, because I didn't want to be looked at at this like, like a, a weird child. So it took a lot of work as an adult for me to be able to effectively communicate. Um, but I feel like it's so important to communicate my feelings. If I have feelings for you, I'm going to tell you. If I care about you, I'm going to tell you. Um, and I didn't used to be that person. I used to keep everything just inside so I wouldn't validate other people's feelings. Um And I think validation is very important to people. It's important to make somebody feel wanted or special. Right. Absolutely. I mean, and that's in a relationship, a friendship, any type of relationship that we validate people's feelings and, you know, and how they feel and things that they're doing. Unfortunately, um, the way we grow up, like you said, in your house, there was no communication um, and you didn't feel like you could communicate with other people around you and, you know, we take how we learn how to communicate growing up into our relationships, and it's unhealthy. Fortunately for you, you recognized that and decided you were going to change that to better your relationships, not just um, with a partner, but also with your friends. And, you know, that was the same thing for me growing up. You know, there was, I mean, there was love in the house, but we didn't really say that. We didn't say, oh, hey, you know, I love you, or I care about you. We just kind of went through life and you know, it's like, hey, if mom's cooking dinner for you, that means she cares about you. She's taking care of you. But it was not communicated verbally as a family um, to each other. And I remember my brother um, one time saying, oh, my goodness, we never said I love you in my house. We, you know, we grew up, we didn't say I love you. I want to make sure my kids know every single day, every night, every day I'm going to tell them that I love you, I love you, I love you, you know, all his kids. And I, I, my brother wasn't perfect. He wasn't the number one perfect dad. But I know... I remember when he was alive, he did. He told his kids every single day. They talked on the phone or if he was with them, he'd give them hugs. Hey, I love you. Love you, bye. That's things like, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. He always did. And I definitely admire him because we grew up without our dad in the house. And I thought, oh, my goodness, he's a great dad because he communicates with his kids how much he cares about them and that he loves them. And, yeah, and uh, that's definitely something. Same we- thing with me. Yep. I love you. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, it's like, hey, we got the phone. You're like, hey, I love you. And for a second, I kind of go, what? And I'm like, yeah, I love you too. You know, because it's still something that I'm learning as an adult. It's okay. Like, you need to tell people how you feel about this. And I've, you know, with my counselor, talking about, you know, sharing your feelings and being able to communicate that with other people. Yeah. And I think, um, I got to the point where I probably over communicate at times or I repeat myself and that's, it's important for, you know, my friends or my partner to understand where I came from and why I might do this, but to also understand this is something I'm aware of and I'm constantly working on this. Like, like I'll get told sometimes, you know, you just told me that you're repeating yourself. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. I'm sorry. It's just what I do. Um, and it's also important to understand, you know, where your friends or partners come from different backgrounds. Maybe, you know, it's important for us to understand where we're all coming from. Are you looking to improve things in your life? 
With coaching, you don't have to navigate life challenges on your own. Becky Schaefer at Living in Confidence helps clients build the confidence they need. Sessions begin with identifying what your overall goals are, breaking down all the obstacles, both internal and external, keeping you from achieving your goals. If you'd like to explore your life challenges and see if coaching is for you, email liveinconfidence at gmail.com. That's liveinconfidence at gmail.com. The link is also in the description of the podcast. So bottom line, couples and friends with good communication have a level of respect and trust, which in turn allows not only a great partnership, but a great friendship. So whether you're a partner and have a friendship or just a friendship with a friendship, um, you're aware that each day you take the time to show that that relationship's important to you and of value to each other, which has a huge impact to any foundation you're developing together. And foundation is key. This is where you come in, Shay. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, man, you're getting so deep with this conversation and communication. I was listening, which is also a part of good communication. But what I wanted to add, though, is that this communication also allows for the growth. You know, that we can grow together as a couple. We grow together individually, which means we're growing together um, you know, as a, the couple relationship or whatever. And it just, you know, it keeps everything, it gives us that moreness that we're talking about that we want. You know, we get to learn each other better. We get more out of what we're going to do together with that communication. So like you said, it's definitely the key. Yes. And, and we could go on and on and on about communication. Um, but we're going to go into not settling because I have my five things on moreness. So <laughs> not settling. Let's get to number two, because <laughs> remember, you can repeat yourself so many times and over communicate. So we should. That's me. That's go me. Go to the next thing. Yes. So not settling. Oh, I've done this a few times. <laughs> I've, I've oh, settled. haven't we all? Oh, yeah. So be conscious of the present. So again, you're not dating to fill a space. You're dating to add to your life. Um, you can't seek a partner with what you don't give yourself. And I guess this is where I really think about the not settling. So you can't seek a partner with what you don't give yourself. So just think about that. Um, and I choose experience, not optimism. I used to be so, I used to, I used to carry so much optimism with me. So what do I mean by this? So I've had a really rough relationship, right? And in hindsight, I asked myself, why the hell did I stay? Why did I stay in that? Well, because here comes that word optimism again. <laughs> I thought I could change things. I thought we'd be okay. But in hindsight, we would have never been okay because it takes two people, not one. So as much as I'm like, I don't want to go through another breakup again. I got to start all over again. I want to fix the person. But you can't fix somebody that doesn't want to be fixed. And someone who you are dating with past trauma that has never done the work, it will never, ever get fixed until they can realize it and put in the work. So, so many parts of my life were not respected um, in my past. My co-parenting, my girl's trip, just so much insecurity on the other person's part, which brings in a lot of self-esteem issues. And these weren't my issues to carry, but yet I tried to carry them. So that's what I mean by not settling. Don't carry somebody else's issues. 
quit making them your issue. And that's what I did in my life. I made other people's issues my issue and I carried them with me. So don't well, say, I mean, and... <laughs> go ahead. No, I had nothing else to say. <laughs> and I was going to say, though, we do that so much. Like when we get in a relationship because we feel like, oh my goodness, that's what we're supposed to do. Our partner is uh, this and that. I need to be there for them. I need to help them. But no, it's like you said, they have to do their own work and then figure out, you know, what is in them that they need to fix so that they don't bring it into the relationship, you know? And for me though, you know, it was, I think, and not just the most recent relationship, but even in ones before that I was looking in the wrong place to fill the void for me. It was always about trying to fill a void because I spent like, oh my gosh, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be alone. So for me and my moreness is that I'm personally looking at it from a spiritual aspect. Like I need more spiritual, I need more relationship with God. And then he is in turn going to transform me and the things that I think that I need with the things that he knows that I need. And once I can fill myself and get more from him, my faith, um, you know, grace, mercy, um, all those things, the promises that he has for me, then I will find the person that I need on, you know, here on earth to give me the more the other more that I want to have here on earth. So, you know, quit trying to fill the void for me because it's never going to be filled. We're always going to be looking for it in the wrong places. And that's why we hold on to these relationships that are red flags doomed because we're looking to fill the void. And when you look to someone else to fill the void, it's never going to be filled. It's always going to be empty. And so I am continually going to work on myself, my relationship with God and be spiritual. And once I am filled with all that, then I will have that room and he's going to send me the partner that he wants me to be with, who's going to give me that more that I need here and not just fill in the place or have being a placeholder for something else. That's not right. Absolutely. And, and I think I have reached a point in my life where I don't need to fill a void. I want to add a person who brings me joy and, um, you know, I've done that with the people that are in my life, the people surrounding me, um, whom I'm dating. I've I've done that, and I feel good about it, and I feel like I'm in a very good good place with that because I've done the work. So I will never settle. I will never go backwards. Um, and this is where I say to choose from experience. So not settling. This is where I'm going to bring the word mourness in again. So yes, I can repeat this. Okay. <laughs> So I repeat that word more than more than more than Yes. What is the purpose of a relationship? The point is to experience life together, to feel the purpose of a relationship is more than settling down. It's more like trial and error, more learning, more adventures, more excitement, more late night talks on the phone until you fall asleep. My absolute favorite. Good mornings, more coffee talks, spontaneous traveling. We're finding that person that wants more out of life with you. A relationship offers moreness. It doesn't offer just settling. It offers good communication. It offers um, do more, see more, do more of life together, spend time together. With the right person, you will have this added, this fantastic thing in your life. With the right person, it adds adventure, motivation, a person to pick you up when you fall a person to understand communication and learning each other's communication styles. 
Um, I know I'm doing that right now, like where you have to learn each other's communication styles, conflict, agree to disagree, compromise, and more than anything, unconditional love. You know, I eventually want to say this is my live or die person. I can't wait to see this person. Um, ride or die, baby, ride or die. Yeah, and it takes time and communication to build that foundation to get to that point in your life. But don't settle. Don't settle. Like you said earlier, when you see those red flags, get out. Get out. Use your experience, not your optimism. We can't change right. people. Trust yourself. Absolutely. Right. We have to trust ourselves and what, what we have experienced and what we know for ourselves. So like you said, if settling means, okay, it's about the other person. Let's No, it's about you. What is it that we need? And that moreness will eventually turn to the cup is running over. We will know when we meet the mourner's person. Uh uh-uh. Wait, have the mourner's person. How about that? I just added to your non-mourner's stuff. <laughs> I think Webster's like, dictionary is going to add it. <laughs> I think we're going to get this added to the dictionary. What do you think? Absolutely. Uh, uh, I think the urban dictionary. We can get it added first before. Yeah. Webster. So, so definitely um, communication and not settling. Those are the two things I really wanted to touch on today. Communication, so important. Just don't fill the space. Don't fill the space. We want moreness, and I want my cup to be running over. What do you want it running over with? Because if it's wine, I'll pour it. What do you want? want? Um, Actually, for a mango cart. (laughs) Oh, yes, yes. I'm so excited I got you hooked on that, actually. I mean, hey, 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 girls trip. Let's not, you know, what goes on the girls trip stays on the girls trip. Oh, yeah. See, there I go. I'm over communicating. (laughs) Over communicating. All right. We thank you guys so much. We would love to hear your comments, um, questions, and we look forward to actually adding part two to this with wasted time, needle in a haystack. And time together and time apart. Shay, it's been real. Hey, it's been real. Hey, real quick though. Tell us about your mourners, guys, in your comments. Let us know. Absolutely. What mourners do you want out of your life? And that's, or from your person, or from your friends. All of that. All All of that. All right, Schaefer. All right, peace out. Everyone have a great week. And thank you so much for listening to our show. Thank you.